Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Lift your hands and just love the Lord right now. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, we magnify your magnificent name. We thank you, God, for who you are. That we are your child, as we heard Todd on Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. We're no longer servants, but sons. We praise you, Lord, for who you are. In Jesus' name. Brother, Brother Zion Gators and I were talking before service in the office. And, and we're just talking about Jonah, what we preached on Sunday. And uh, God had put him in a, in a place to turn his life around, hadn't he? And he said, in that dark well, that dark place, he said, from the belly of hell cried I. What he was saying was, I can't get any worse than where I'm at. He said, and I cried unto the Lord, and he heard my voice. Aren't you glad he heard you when you cried out to him? You called on his name. Amen. He didn't let him get too far. He turned him around. And um, we're so thankful for Brother Brent tonight. Amen. Brother Brent Barton, um, many, I don't know, 18 years ago was when I became, became youth pastor. He was, he was here in the youth group and, uh, and moved away for a period of time. He'll probably tell you about it tonight, but made his way back to the Lord. And he and I and his wife, Crystal and their children have been doing a Bible study for a few years on Wednesday nights before church. And I've always known there's a call of God on his life. And uh, touch of the Lord. He comes in some Bible studies and teaches me. He's daily in the Word. You can tell that he's a prayerful man. He loves the Lord. We love his family. We want him to come and open his heart and speak whatever he feels tonight on this Wednesday evening. Would you clap your hands and thank God for Brother Brent and welcome him here tonight. Just keep that going for just a few minutes. Let's praise the Lord. God, we love you. We're so thankful to be in your house tonight, Lord. It's such an honor and a privilege to be here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So good to be here in the house of God tonight. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. First of all, I'd like to give honor to our bishop and our first lady. I'm so honored to have you in my life. Thank you so much. For all the ministers and the house tonight. I'm thankful for you and all the wonderful saints of God who I get to call my family. I'm so thankful to have you all in my life. Um, tonight I'd like to talk about uh, my testimony. God has told me that um, tonight I want you to give your testimony again, something I spoke in uh, McConnellsville because didn't we hear a great word Sunday morning? It's going to line up with my testimony this evening. So, uh, I'd like to turn your attention to Psalm chapter 139, verses 7 and 8. Psalm 139, verses 7 and 8. If you're there, say amen. If you're cheating and you're on the screen, say whoops. <laughs> David writes 
in verse 7, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. This portion of scripture that he makes here in verse 8, I don't necessarily believe he's talking about the physical place hell or the physical place heaven. I believe what he's saying is, God, when I'm on the highest mountain and things are going good, you're there. But in my lowest moments, when I'm running from you, when I'm doing the things you called me not to do, you're there. So I'd like to talk a little bit about tonight, God's reach. God, we love you. We're gathered here this evening to to talk about your goodness, God. Lord, I am your servant. You are God. And I just pray that you would move upon me one more time because these are your people and they deserve the best. God, I pray that your mercy would be felt tonight. I pray that your love would be felt tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. I began my relationship with the Lord on September 30th, 2001. I was baptized in Jesus' name right back here by none other than Pastor, or I should say Elder Tom Melick. I gave my life to God, and shortly after that, I was filled with the Holy Ghost right here. But through a period of time, somewhere in 2006, I became angry at God. You see, I wanted to preach. I wanted to give Bible studies. I wanted to tell everybody about Jesus. That's all that mattered to me. And when it wasn't happening, I was like, God, what's wrong with me? What am I doing wrong? I didn't get an answer. I got angry, and I left. The Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick, meaning when you've been hoping for something for a long time, you get stuck, and, and your heart gets hardened. My heart got real hardened. I left, and I said, you know what, God, it's been fun but I'll take things from here. I don't need you anymore. I don't need your word anymore. I've studied it over and over and over again, and and I'm, I'm not getting anything. So I'm done. But here's the thing. The interesting thing about God, he will not leave you alone. You know, how, how many times have us men heard this dreaded friend request? Look, I love you, but only as a friend, but they still keep you know, we still keep going on, but I, I just love you. He, he won't leave you alone. He never left me alone. Pastor David Bounds made a statement at this pulpit one time. He said, what do you do with what you know? You cannot unlearn what you learn in these altars. The more I ran from God, the more he became closer to me. Like the psalmist said, while I was in my lowest moments, he was reminding me of better days started drinking, started listening to heavy metal music. But the more I drank, the more I could hear my pastor's voice. Get up, Brent. You know better than this. God has a plan for your life. Come on now, buddy. God loves you. I just couldn't get away from it. So I'm like, you know what? I'll flip on some heavy metal music. But the more I listened to the music, the more love I remembered feeling in the altar feeling the precious the prayers of the saints, the hands that were upon me. I was like, man, I can't, I can't get away from this. So I started watching horror movies and just 
awful conversations. But the more I watched the horror movies, the more Jesus was reminding me what he did for me on the cross. I'm like, I just can't get away from this. So we moved back to Ohio. And one day I was sitting in my van. And pastor, you mentioned something Sunday. You said that when judgment comes, mercy is right behind coming shortly. Judgment for me was in a work van behind Little Caesars on lunch one day. I thought, you know what? I hadn't heard a sermon from Pastor Bounds in years. So I looked him up, and lo and behold, there he was. But something was interesting. The title of the message was The Highway to Hell. And I said, what in the world? Pastor, that's an ACDC tune. What, what are you doing? So I watched it. And let me tell you something, it shook me. It shook me. If you have never seen it, I recommend that you watch it. I watched it yesterday, and it's still as fresh as it was four years ago. I said, I'm, I'm not right with God. So I said, you know, I got to tell Pastor that that message shook me. It moved me. But I, I just, I'm just afraid. But I'll just sneak in. When I snuck in, the second row from the back back there, about three seats in, guess what found me? Mercy found me. And mercy came in the name of Sister Mary Williams. She says, Brent, I love you and I have missed you. Please keep coming. And I said, yes, ma'am. All I wanted to do was tell Pastor, hey, that, that message, it, it spooked me. And then I was going to be on my way. But he got up here and he said, hey, come back tonight. My dad, Frank Bounds, is going to be preaching. And I said, ooh, I always wanted to hear Frank. So I'll come back. I sat in the same spot. Frank got up and preached. I can't remember what he spoke on. My mind was still wrapped around, oh, man, the highway to hell. Man, that was, it scared me to death. And uh, Bishop Frank Bounds got finished. All the call was given. I said, okay. I'm out of here. Whoa, hey, pastor, how are you? Mercy met me again. Mercy met me again. And he says, Brother Brent, what, what's the matter? What do you want from God? I said, I don't want to be afraid anymore. I'm tired of looking over my shoulder. He said, well, let's go to the altar and pray. I come here, and I, I, I knelt down, and the same love I felt back in 2001, I felt again. It never changed and I gave my life back to God. And I'm so thankful for that. But mercy wasn't done. God's reach wasn't done reaching. After I gave my life back to God right here, wonderful man of God, an elder in my life, I love very, very much. Brother Nehemiah Gators, he met me right there. He prayed for me. We were done praying. We went into his office, and he said, "Brother, he said, he said, Brent, this is my wall, and I want you to take this marker, and I want you to write your family's name on this wall because I pray for the names of this wall daily, daily. And I believe with all my heart that it was those prayers that sustained me those next couple days because, you see, there was still alcohol on my shelf. There was still heavy metal music on the playlist, but it was those prayers that kept me on the straight and narrow. And I'm so thankful for the man of God in my life and ministers in my life. You know, God told Isaiah in 54, 
verse 10. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy. God's saying here is, look, I will remove everything that I've created. The mountains, the birds, the rivers, the fish. You see, none of this matters without you. You are special to me. You know, <laughs> it's, it's kind of silly, but, uh, you, you know, you're so special to him. He thinks about you all the time. You know, God, I think God's walking around in heaven sometimes. You know, he's not using the iPad yet. He, he's still got your picture on his refrigerator. And he's walking around. He says, hey, 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 come here. Come here, Gabriel. I want to show you something. He pulls out his wallet. He goes, have you seen a picture of my son, Aaron Bounds? What's that, Gabriel? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's the one from West Virginia. You know, or, or, or have, have, you seen, have you seen this picture here? That, that, that person right there? Oh, yeah, that was, oh, who can I pick on? <laughs> That's Brother Gene Tehi. Oh, yes. No, 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 that's a good picture of him, Gabriel. Don't, don't laugh. <laughs> but not only that, I believe God does this, too. He says, oh, you see these folks here? These, these folks right here? Oh, they don't know it yet. But there's a revival coming to the city of Zanesville. And that, 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 that man right there, you know, he doesn't know yet, but he's going to be a preacher. And, and that young lady right here next to him, she's going to sing in the praise team. Because God, when he was hanging on that cross nearly 2,000 years ago, saw into the future. He didn't see the mess. He saw what you were going to be. He saw what you were going to do for the kingdom of God. Amen. We've been purchased with the price. We're his. We belong to him. You know, it, it's amazing. And I just feel that you know, one of the things I struggled with on my way back is I can lock God forgive me. I, I told him I didn't like him anymore. I told him I didn't like his word. I mean, that's, that's the worst. There's sometimes I disagree with one scripture in the entire Bible. It's when Paul makes a statement. He says, I am the chief among sinners. But sometimes I'm like, no, 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 Paul, it's me. I'm the worst of the worst. There's, there's no way I can return. But Paul makes a statement here in Romans 7, 38 through 39. He says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers nor things present, nor things to come, nor height nor depth, nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. You may be watching online tonight. You may be sitting in a church pew wondering, can I, can I, be, can I get, begin again? Can, can I do this? Can I tell you? Yes. You know, if you could sum up and title this book right here, one word, it would be redemption. The greatest love story ever. You can begin again. You matter to God. There is a calling on your life. And I'm here to tell you that it's not over. It is not over. God reaches for people. You know, in, in, in Matthew, the disciples are going through a storm. And God put them there for a reason. And it was because they needed a revelation through that storm. Sometimes we go through storms because God is saying, I got a revelation of me that you haven't got yet. I'm so thankful for God's reach. 
so thankful. God, we love you. I'm so thankful for this time that you have given me to minister to your people. Lord, I pray that you would continue to be with us tonight. I pray that your hand would be upon these people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you. Let's all stand and thank the Lord for the word of the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. I wonder in this building tonight when he, um, when he sat in my office before church as he normally does, but tonight I could tell there was a glow, a touch of the Lord that was up on him. He said, I, I feel like God's given me something to say. I wonder tonight who in the building that, that you could maybe ask in yourself. I wonder if God can do it in me again. I wonder who in here can believe that God can do it again. Who in the building could say, I need, I need, a, I need a touch of the mercy of God. Come on, the mercy of the Lord is in here. Everybody in this room needed a second chance. I, I see Jonah chapter 3 verse 1. It says, And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time. Aren't you glad he came to you again? When you went the wrong way, he spoke to you again. He's speaking right now. Uh, when he was on the cross, I believe we were on his mind. He told Simon Peter, he said, You're going to deny me, but you're also going to be speaking on the day of Pentecost. There's some things between here and your ministry that are going to get fixed, but your failure is not final. I want somebody to say failure is not final. Come on, shout failure is not final. If he can look beyond the failure, can you look beyond the failure? If he can look beyond the fault, can you look beyond the fault? If he can look beyond the lost years, can you look beyond the lost years and say, God can do it again and he can restore the lost years? I believe God can restore lost years today. I feel in my heart, I want every head bowed and every eye closed. There, there's a refreshing that God wants to give, a renewing. That means made new again. I, I wonder in this room today that you're here, you say, Pastor Bounds, I, I need God to renew some things in my life. I wonder a little bit away, but I need, I need God to move on me again. Would you raise your hand? Would you raise your hand? I see hands going up in this building. God is about to do a work in your life. Amen. Sister Rachel, if you'd come to the keyboard, I, I want us to pray all over this room right now. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you for what you've done in Brother Brent's life and the power of prayer, what you've done in him, oh God, in his family already and are doing again tonight through his ministry. I pray that a heart would be touched, a life would be changed. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In Jesus' name. My, um, my, my dad used to preach a message called Put a Face on Hope. And his, his message was in alignment with uh, the story 
the true story of Schindler's List. How many has ever read the book or know the historical evidence of what he did? The the many many Jews that he he brought through um, uh, his workplace, but was an exit for them to escape uh, the persecution and the Holocaust. And uh, and and really, what he was doing was for people. He was putting a face on hope. My dad preached a powerful message about it, uh, putting a face on hope. He, I, I can hear my dad even now making a statement. A man can live 40 days without food. He can live four days without water. But he can only live four seconds without hope. Hope's a powerful thing. And somewhere that nagging friend request of the Lord, well said, let you realize he can do it again. I feel tonight for somebody it's going to be all right and he's going to do it again. I feel that. I, I, I know that maybe, hell, pastor, I've, I've been coming. But you know what you need and God's wanting to meet your need right here in this altar. I wonder who would be brave enough or have enough faith tonight that say, I'm going to go get what I need from the Lord. There's hands all over the building that went up. Won't you come? Make your way. That's it. Begin to make your way and say, I'm going to let God. If you raise your hand, come on down to the altar and say, Lord, I need you again. That's it. You're going to talk to the Lord. Look at this. People coming from around the building. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. God is going to meet you in this altar. This could be the prayer that changes a family member's life. That's it. Come with somebody next to you. Come with somebody around you. Say, let's go pray together. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, any, any, our altar team, any altar ministers, I want you to come. Help pastor this altar with these wonderful people that are saying, I, I need God to do it again. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.